Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I'm a careers advisor and business owner. In this podcast, we're going to talk about what your career means to you and what uniquely defines your career and your version of success and what it means for you to be career happy at work and in your business. This podcast is for professional women who are looking to gain more within their career, to find a new job, find a new career, or potentially start a portfolio career or business. It's also for parents of teenagers who want to find out more about careers advice and information and feel like they want to help their teenagers to go off and pursue careers that they actually really, really want. And lastly, it's for business owners and people who want to start a business and feel inspired by their career and business collectively. So I hope that you enjoy this new season of the podcast and thanks for listening. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 115 of the podcast. Before I move you along to the recording that I did a little while ago, um, this episode is about career change versus job change. Um, I've wanted to mention a couple of things. This is the last episode of 2021. Firstly, we've made it to 115 episodes, so pretty good going. And I'm hoping that um, I will be giving you a lot, lot more episodes in 2022. There is going to be the rebrand next year as well. You may have noticed that the cover has slightly changed in alignment with the rebrand for next year as well. Um, And there are a few more things I wanted to just quickly mention. In this episode, there was a slight audio error on my part. I um, was watching Kirsty and Phil's Love It or List It. And instead of saying Love It or List It in the episode, because I was making a particular reference point, about career change versus job change and hating your job or loving your job. <laughs> I think I might have got a bit too enthusiastic. Um, I said love it or leave it and um, it should be love it or listed. I have corrected that in the show notes for your reference. I've also included all the links to the articles, the episodes and everything else mentioned in the episode But yeah, this is the last one for this year. I really, really hope for the listeners who listen to this episode during Christmas time, you have a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate. Happy holidays to all of those people around the world because, you know, it's this is an international podcast. But also I want to say that I really, really hope that you will stay safe over this period and you'll look after yourself. And for future listeners, I just hope you're looking after yourself in general. I will pass you along now to the episode. Thanks so much. So, career change versus job change. Is there really a difference? I'm going to look at some of the differences for you guys first. But I firstly want to answer the question of is there really a difference before I get into the similarities and differences. Yeah, I mean, you could say... That there is a difference. The main difference being that you are alternating and changing your career in a way where you possibly will change your industry. That is perhaps the most kind of main difference between a career change and a job change. 
And the reason why I framed this episode in this way is that a lot of people have asked me this, but they've also asked me that actually they think there are parallels and there are. But the main difference is, in terms of you changing your job and changing your career, is that you have to immerse yourself to prepare yourself, to motivate yourself, to change into a whole career. That comes with a few question marks for a lot of people. Sometimes that means not being financially rewarded. So having to start from the beginning again, right, Um, straight away. So if you were on a six, seven figure salary, going back to the beginning and maybe only being on a four figure salary um, because you have to retrain. The other thing that a lot of people have to deal with as well in terms of the main aspects and the main differences here is that perhaps they feel as though the career change that they're going into overall in terms of the longevity of the time period. So for example, if you're um, in the banking industry at the minute and you want to go into medicine, giving a random example here, just a throwaway example, that involves a long period of study doing conversion courses if you didn't do particular A-levels and a lot of people don't consider that sometimes having to think about okay so if I have to do a year for that conversion course then I've got to do another four years then I've got to study on top of that that's actually about 10-15 years of studying plus I have to pay for these courses plus there's a lot of time plus there's a lot of investment and you know in terms of the overall change there is an end goal there's an end goal there with a career change if you look at a job change though if you're in a current job at the moment let's suppose you're in HR because I've worked with a lot of people in HR and IT Um, a lot of the time they'll come to me in mid kind of um, mid-level positions and they're looking to get promoted they're looking to get pay rise they're looking to um, maybe get into senior territory where they're actually, you know, at a director level um, role. And what sometimes happens is, is that they're still doing, you know, their Prince 2 qualifications, some of them, they're still doing certain, certain kind of continuous professional development. So they're obviously having to pay for those exams sometimes, unless the company offers to pay for those exams. This isn't always the case, obviously, depending on where you work. Um, so you're going to have to continue to do those exams. You're going to have to continue to do that training, that development. Even if you do want to progress and you want to get paid more money, there is still going to have to be a level of, you know, you pacing yourself to do more training, to do more learning, to do more development. The similarity between a career change and job change here is that you're still going to have to continuously learn and develop yourself. And this is where I think a lot of people, when I've been having conversations with them, they've been saying to me, oh, Soma, so, you know, like I actually want to change my career and I want to go into this industry. The amount of learning and development I'm doing in my job, if I wanted to get promoted or if I wanted to learn something new, if I wanted to pivot to a degree where I'm teaching instead of doing, actually, I'm still having to learn and I'm still having to pay for these courses or I'm still having to do that. And this is what I mean by the question between the two, you know, in terms of changing your job versus changing your career still involves a lot of work, guys. And I think a lot of the time, what we don't realize is, is that that work is a work in progress. It's not something that's going to stop just because you change your career from, let's say, nursing to becoming a teacher 
doesn't mean you're going to stop needing to have to develop. It doesn't mean you're going to have to stop going on trainings. You're going to have to, right? And I think this is where a lot of people feel that when they're changing their career, they are in fact, um, you know, making it easy for themselves. As I've mentioned before, it is an option. It is not an option for everyone. So please also go and make sure that you read the blog post that I did around this. But also make sure that if you're actually going to make a career change, you have thought of all the logistics, you've thought of the practicalities in terms of money, finance of how you're going to survive, finance of if you're um, if you want your kids to go to university or do something that you've got money saved up for them. Think of all those logistics that you want in place for your family so that you don't feel this burden of staying in a job you you don't like. I think that's really, really important factor to consider because for a lot of people they think of more of the negatives and I'm not being negative by saying that I'm just being a realistic person by saying this to you so definitely think of all of those things but also think of when you're thinking about career change think about how is this going to impact on me personally what am I going to have to sacrifice what am I going to have to um, make sure that I'm making more time for you know a lot of people when they go and study law after they've been in a different career or medicine there's a lot more reading and a lot more studying involved so that sacrifice means less socializing I mean ironically I'm saying this whilst um, I'm recording this and you know we've we've got the Omicron going on here in the UK during Christmas time so we're all going to be socializing a little bit less but in general socializing less in general, having to tell friends and family that actually during the weekend, this is what I'm going to be doing instead of maybe taking the kids to the park if you've got a family. So these are the things that you have to consider. And the other thing with this is that as well is that I think what a lot of people don't consider if they're in certain professions like IT, engineering and other professions and teaching, you still have to do training and development during weekends. And I think a lot of people really don't consider this. So this is where I will challenge you and say there isn't a difference. And I will say that career change essentially is about altering the profession you're in. So I'll get into this. I'll get into the kind of differences a little bit more. But this is where I'm saying the similarities are. And I'm saying to you and I'm answering that question of, there isn't really that much of a difference because if you've got to keep on learning if you've got to keep on developing in both there isn't that much of a change the other thing to consider here is that are you changing into a job that is a straightforward job change so what I mean by that is um, a lot of the time when I was working in schools and when I've worked with clients they've had very very easy job transitions so what does that mean that basically means they're working um, within human resources or project management or something IT based. And actually, they still really like that job. They don't want a promotion. They want to stay at the same level. They're in a higher mid-management position. And they're happy there. They're happy with their wage. And they slowly want to progress, but they, they're not ready to progress right now. So the thing is, is that they've said to me that, Shoma, I just need a bit more um, confidence and reassurance that I can be in another company like this company because it's a social enterprise rather than the corporate company I work on. So can we look at that in a session or can you help guide me? So we'll look at that in a session. 
And the job change is more about them alluding to their values because they're really interested in this social enterprise because of the work they're doing. And they really want to work for more social enterprises because they feel that the corporate world is not suiting their lifestyle or where they want to go long term. So this is where, if it's an easy job transition in terms of job change, it may not on paper look that different. But in practice, the job change will look different because they'll be doing perhaps different types of work. And this is where obviously it will be different to a career change because maybe you're not having to do that learning, that development, that CPD straight away. Maybe you're having to do it later. So it will be an easier, smoother transition, right? in terms of everything but you're still going to have to get your head around working with a new team you're still going to have to um, make sure that you learn all the systems if the systems are different there are going to be changes there are going to be differences but it will be an easier transition than completely changing your job or you know going up the pay scale or those kind of things and that's one thing that I want to point out here and for a lot of people yeah there isn't that much of a change there If we look at some of the other differences between a career change and a job change, one of the other things that I would say is not just about the learning here, but it's also about your attitude towards a career change versus a job change. What is the thing that you know is going to be more purposeful for you? What is the thing that you know is going to be more fruitful for you? So one of the programs that I occasionally watch Um, that I find very very insightful and interesting is a program um, that um, uh, is all about property love it or leave it and I always really really like um, this program because (laughs) majority of time um, uh, most people end up loving their property and staying at the property that they're in right and this is where I would compare a little bit to your career for a minute because sometimes when we're in our career and we're doing something We want that purposefulness of loving what we're doing. And so we look to the change of career change because we think it is the best solution in that moment in time for us. But actually, I know of clients who've changed their career. They've gone into a career and they've actually gone back to their previous career because they did it for the wrong reasons. And 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 that is almost like, and that's why I'm comparing it to the TV show, like um having a house where you don't enjoy living in the house but putting it for sale and moving into a new house and then realizing actually you know if you went through a messy divorce or if something happened within that context that that house you upgraded it for more kind of societal pressures oh you must live in a bigger house when the house was enough to house your family of four already but you were doing it more because you felt this pressure to um, keep up with the Joneses. And this is what I think is very important for you to think about. And the reason I mentioned that show is that a lot of the time we don't realise how lucky we are that we get to have, especially financially, you, you are in this position, you get to make these kind of informed choices about how many bedrooms you want in a house, if you want an extension, if you want this, if you want that. If we compare this to a career change, a lot of the time when people are coming to me, they're saying they want a career change that fits their life. They want a career change where they are going to be able to um, work with people more. They want a career change 
where they're making a difference. And this is where their values are going to come up. And that's why I'm comparing it to that program. Because I think a lot of the time, we often think with career change, we think it is the best solution for us. And as I said, I have had clients who've embarked on career changes and either changed midpoint through that career change and gone back to their old profession because actually they realised they did enjoy it and it was more the environment and more the job and more the managers than the actual um, profession itself. Or they've realised that, you know, I changed this job because I thought it was going to change my life. And when I've got here, I'm, I'm still not happy because... I did it for the wrong reasons. And this is where I really, really want you to think about the differences between the two. Because the main difference is that um, there is a lot of time and investment involved in a career change. Not to say there isn't in a job change, right? The the example that I gave of the transitional um, job change is, is, is quite an easy one. But suppose you're currently in a very, very kind of mid-management position and yet you've been in that mid-management position for like, let's say, 10 years. But you are already mentoring the people below you. You're mentoring the graduates. You're mentoring everybody, right? And your current manager keeps on saying how amazing you are, but they're not giving you the opportunity to um, thrive within that atmosphere or apply for a senior position and when they are they're telling you oh by the way yeah you can apply to this but we can only give you like a two percent increase and we can only give you a two percent increase because of the money we lost for this or because of this but then you hear about someone else in your um, company getting a pay rise and then you start to feel really really devalued and you think you know what get lost I'm going to get another job somewhere else right and I'm going to be able to get a senior position and in theory a lot of people have been able to do this I know clients who've been able to do this and get better jobs when they've been refused the more senior job that they wanted even though they've given lots of service and value there ironically but it does happen right so what that means is is that when they're entering into that new job, they may have to do an exam, they may have to do assessments, they may have to do a lot of training. There are conditions in place of if they like you in an interview, they give to you conditions of, we really, really like you in this position because you've done this and you know, you've know you done really well in their interviews, really well in their assessments. And they give you the job with the willingness and trust that you're going to do the extra training and you're going to have maybe somebody shadow you and help you through the process at the beginning before you're actually doing anything in the job because um, you, even though you've got a lot of experience mentoring and leading people, you still need a little bit more of a, you know, not a hand-holding process, but you still need a little bit more um, input to specialize within the senior more management position that you need to be in because there are certain things certain laws certain policies that you've got to learn and that might take about two or three months for you to pick up on and then or even longer sometimes and then you're working within that job and then you're doing the job and then you're in that senior position the reason I give that example in comparison to career change is because I think a lot of people don't realize with something like that where you're going higher up there is a need for you to learn and there is a lot of sacrifice involved because if you're going to have to be learning more you're going to have to sacrifice your time you're going to have to sacrifice the amount of learning that you're doing in terms of 
you know um suppose that time that you're actually having to do the work in the job you're actually going to be learning instead and then you're going to have to be going off to meetings and meeting all sorts of different people and doing lots of different things that you didn't do in your previous job that may even stretch you and put you out of your comfort zone and the person who's managing you then may give you little little breadcrumb tasks even breadcrumb tasks to allow you to slowly usher into that role until they know and they're fully fully like um confident that you can do this because they've given you the job anyway they know you can do it what it is they're giving you that chance to develop yourself first so that you can be able to be an asset to their company in the way that they want you to and usually good companies who have that kind of mentorship and leadership in role will allow you to do that you know um and and i know my clients who've been in that position they've had that they've had that period of about five six months or three or four months where someone has helped transition them in that role before they leave or before they go into another job where they're a contractor or something like that but this is what I mean by that is a difference you know it's not the same as when you're doing a career change because you essentially when you're changing your career and you're going into a different industry you're perhaps going to be working in a different way so for example if you're in a job right now and you've changed your and you're going to change your job into something that's not as office based right I suppose you're in marketing and you go more into an industry that's a lot more kind of art focused you're going to art and design you're going to fashion you're going to engineering you're going to have to then you know really really redirect and reshift your mindset and your physicalness to be in something that's a lot more practical you're not always going to be sitting all the time likelihood is you're going to be standing longer hours you're going to be doing all sorts of different work you're going to be running to different meetings you're going to be doing a variety of let's just say if you go from being someone who's in the marketing industry to the graphic design industry or just even general interior design industry where you're going to be doing a a multitude of different tasks and those tasks are actually going to involve you having to have used all your and and entrepreneurial skills that you've already learned in your previous job roles and applying that to the new industry that you're in but still learning and having mentorship with the people who you need to have around you and so as I mentioned there are differences and there are um, similarities which I've already covered but the main thing that I want to say here towards the end of this episode is is regardless of if you're thinking about a career change regardless of whether you're thinking about job change the most important thing to really really address is what choice is right for you and I think a lot of the time a lot of people don't realize that they're the main, the main thing that I see as a careers advisor is that the differences in in doing both, the main differences, don't actually matter. And by me going through them with you today in this episode, you may be thinking, why did you go through them then, Shoma? And I'm not saying that in a negative way. What the, my main point of this episode is to demonstrate that. Overall, yeah, I could go, you know, I could go on all day and tell you all the differences and similarities, right? But at the end of the day, they are actually a lot more similar than we give them credit for. And I think unless you're willing to change, which is what I mean, the main similarity is the process of the change, guys, the change. 
And this is where I see people really, really wind themselves up in knots. Um, Because that change inevitably can be very scary for people. They do not want to admit to themselves that they've got to go through this process of change. They've got to go through this process of, you know, having to give things up or shifting. Because we as human beings are very comfortable creatures. We like to stay in our little bubbles. We like to stay in the norm of things. A lot of people like change. I'm someone who likes change. I don't mind it. Like, I'm always willing to give everything a go. But most people stay in their comfort zones. And I've been working with a lot of young people lately, and I've noticed something really interesting about working with young people. You have a lot of young people who are very open-minded, who are willing to listen to ideas, and then you have a lot of young people who aren't. And I remember when I was younger, um feeling at times like oh I would only ever like chocolate ice cream I'm giving this as a random example because I loved chocolate ice cream like I really really loved it I don't know if anybody remembers that triple flavored ice cream with the um, butterscotch the strawberry and the chocolate when when we were kids I remember when I used to go to guides (laughs) they used to serve it and in general I loved it so I was the sneaky child who would only have the chocolate portion and I would like try and fawn off the other two pieces to my mum and my sister obviously that that they wouldn't allow that I'd have to eat all of it but my point being is that for me I never wanted to change being the chocolate ice cream fan like that for me was like nope we go through life and we have to start having more different flavors of things we have to change our mindset that's why I'm giving that example and I give that example because I remember when I was a kid there would always be different kids who liked different flavors it would be very rare that someone liked all three very rare you were either you know the butterscotch fan the plain one or the strawberry fan or the chocolate fan like me um and this is what I mean about change The change is the hardest part for us to psychologically get over until we're going to address the change and take the action. Nothing is really, really going to shift. And the only person who can really, really do that is you. So, you know, I've worked with a lot of clients who um, have come back to me and said, that because you gave me the motivation, I've been able to shift and change into that new job or do this or do that. And I always say to them, yeah, that's great, you know, but you you can't credit me for all the hard work. We did it together. And that is how I work with clients. And that is what I want to say to you, that it isn't always possible to have somebody, you know, guide you and give you that guidance and support and encouragement and mentoring. And that's what I, I do a lot at the Career Happiness Mentor. But one thing that I will say is that if you are a bit stubborn, like myself, and you are determined enough to change something, whether that's your job, whether that's a career, whether that's starting a business or having a side hustle, portfolio career, whatever that is, you're stubborn enough to not give up. You will get there. And this is why I really wanted to do this episode because I feel like so many of us put excuses in our heads of change. And I'm not going to go into this psychobabble of, oh, if you don't change, it's your fault nonsense, because there's enough of that out there, guys. There's enough people trying to guilt you into feeling as though if you don't change, it's the end of the world. No, 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 that's not my job here. My job here is to try and encourage you that if you're not happy, think about what you want most. I'm not going to make you feel guilty. 
I refuse to do that because I've been in positions before where I've worked with coaches and so-called experts who have guilted me into thinking I was the problem. You're not the problem, right? I want to say that to you loud and clear. You are probably somebody who, if you're listening to this right now, you feel conflicted, you feel confused, and there's so much information out there that you're bombarded with it. It's literally just right in your face. And hearing about the big shift, the big resignation, you know, you're looking and you're thinking, yeah, it's all very well for them, but duh. And that's also why I did the episode on the great resignation, because a lot of people um, were romanticizing about what they wanted to do. And that isn't realistic either. I don't want you to walk away listening to this episode going, oh, that's it, I'm going to go quit my job now. No, I just want you to think about what is the process that's best suited to you. I've worked with a lot of clients who've said to me point blank they don't want to change their career, but they do want to change their job. I've also worked with a lot of clients who say that they um, want to have a blended career and they need my guidance to help them get there. So it really, really is a process for you to think thoughtfully about career change versus job change for you. But also that, you know, is there really a difference? That question I keep on reiterating for this episode. The overall answer is no, not really, because the ultimate thing is the change result is the, is, is the main similarity. The result of the change is the main similarity. But the, the, all the kind of differences that I've gone through are the kind of more integral practical nitty bitty differences right and that's why I've done that for you to really really go away and have a thought process around it but the last thing I want to say around this is that we often stop ourselves from going for what we want (laughs) I know this myself and I've said this on the podcast before that I stopped myself plenty of times going after the the thing I really wanted in the world which was to have a business which is to have a freelance career because I just didn't think I was worthy enough of it. Um, And you may find that surprising to hear on the podcast, but I think all of us at one point or another have, have, have gone through that, right? That imposter syndrome, that feeling of not being good enough, right? And I still have days and I still have hiccups where I'm like, wow, someone's asked me to talk here or, you know, I've signed up another client or this has happened. Is this really my life? And then I turn around and I look at where I was five years ago, I saw a really, really lovely post on LinkedIn this morning because I haven't been feeling very well this week, guys. I've had a really bad reaction to the booster jab and that has caused me to feel a little bit up, a little bit down, a little bit up, a little bit down. And I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself this morning because I was like, it's the last day. I'm recording this on the last day of um, work for Christmas, by the way, um, on the 17th of um, December 2021. And I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself this morning because I was looking at all the things I need to finish. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm still in a little bit of pain. And I still was in a little bit of pain this morning. And then I saw this post and it kind of snapped me out of it. It was about the fact that where you were in five years compared to where you are now, you should be proud of yourself, right? And um, it's just basically the illustration of somebody being at the bottom of the ladder and then climbing slowly up, right? It's a very kind of um, inspirational type, aspirational type post type thing. But it really spoke to me because five years ago, guys, I had only been in my business for about six months. 
I think I started it in March um, 2021, six, seven months. But previous to, sorry, April 2021. But previous to that, I was being bullied in a job that I hated. I was in a very kind of <sighs> toxic environment. I wasn't happy. I wasn't being listened to by my peers or by the people who were meant to be leading and managing me. They were ignoring me. And when I did bring up problematic things, they were just like, not going to listen to Shoma because they thought what they thought was true. You know, they stayed within their truth, right? And I'm not saying that I, you know, I I was better or anything. You know, I was in a really, really dark place. I was suffering from severe anxiety and depression. But when I think about that journey, you know, in December of that year, five years ago, I think, oh, I'd been in business, you know, I'd had a little bit of coverage, I was getting clients, things were really slowly beginning to shift for me. Um, And my website, the Career Happiness Mentor, it hadn't quite launched yet, it was nearly, nearly done, I think, or I think it might have launched, I'm not sure, it hadn't launched yet, I don't think. But anyway, the point being is that my new website is going to be launching soon in the new year and there's a lot to look forward to so I want you to also think about five years ago where where were you and where are you now you may then turn around and say to me but so five years ago and nothing's changed in my career but what about personally what's changed for you personally did you get married did you have kids or did you buy a house and if you bought a house on your own congratulations well done to you because That is quite an achievement, guys. I think a lot of the time we do not give ourselves enough credit, I'm patting myself on the back here, um, to evolve and to think that we've done this or we've done that. Or, you know, did you do a skydive? Did you do a bungee jump for charity? What was it that you did? It doesn't have to be something to do with buying a house or car. I don't want to, you know, say that in a materialistic way because I'm not materialistic and there are a lot of people I know who listen to this podcast who aren't materialistic, but they're very family orientated. I attract a lot of listeners who really spend a lot of time with their family and their family is important to them. So did you do something with your own family that, you know, you didn't think you would ever do five years ago? So really, really focus on that stuff because I think it's very, very important because all the change that we go through in our life is actually preparing us to be in a position to think to ourselves and to feel gratitude for our life because there's so much stuff going on right now guys there's so much negativity there's so much sad news not just to do with the pandemic but in general I saw a news story this morning that really upset me and I won't say what it is but it just really really like um, left me feeling quite emotional the story itself and I was just like this is the kind of world we're living in right now and this is why we have to embrace our qualities and we have to really really be thankful for what we already have and I think so many people often don't do that so enjoy the holidays is what I'm going to say because I have a lot of people from other countries listening to this but for future listeners you've probably already enjoyed your your holidays already um enjoy life is what I'm going to say for future listeners who listen back to this episode and yeah take care and I really really hope this episode's given you a lot to think about if you're thinking about career change or changing your job because if it was that simple <laughs> it, it would just be something where you click your fingers and everything would fall into place 
It isn't complicated though either, guys. And if you need my help in the new year, you know where I am. I'm not going anywhere. I'm always here to support you. Um, But just make sure that you're doing things that align with you. You're making the right decisions for yourself. You're not listening to outside noise. And the last thing I want to say is that ultimately, whatever you're going to do, it's going to involve some amount of change. And there's nothing that you can do about that because you can't stay comfortable if you want to change your life or career. You have to change something. And that's what I'm going to leave you with. Take care, everyone. I really appreciate all of you who listen to this podcast, share it, have subscribed already and left me a review. But I would really, really appreciate if you haven't left a review and you're a loyal listener that you please take the time if you have an Apple Podcasts account to leave me a review. If you're not on Apple, as I know many of you aren't, please share it. Also, if there was a topic or if there was something that you think could really make a difference to someone, tell people about it. The more visibility this podcast has, the more difference it's going to make to people's lives and people's careers. Thanks so much.